Hello, this is Pastor Bob Gray. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast here at Emmanuel Baptist Church of Longview. I trust the services will be a blessing to you. If I can do anything for you, please let me know. You can find our information on the website at ebclongview.com. Let's go right into the services of Emmanuel Baptist Church. Enjoy God's Word. And uh, I handed out last week a, uh, some study notes. If you need that, would you raise your hand, even if you forgot yours uh, or if you kept yours and picked up? But go to Galatians chapter 5 is where we're going, Galatians chapter 5. How many need one? Just kind of lift your hand up, and uh, maybe you forgot it, and so just lift your, keep your hand up, and we'll get it, get it to you. We have a good 30 minutes right now to teach God's Word, uh, so... Uh, with the extra specials, it was a little bit delayed. Uh, if you also could put down Brother Juarez, um, he has, Miss Heather, did I see you right back there? He has a couple more days down yonder, right? So keep Brother Juarez in your prayers. Uh, if you'll do that, that'll be great. And uh, there you go. Wonderful. All right, Galatians chapter 5, and we're going to pick up in verse number 16. I'm going to review for just a little bit, and we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit. And uh, the first fruit of the Spirit that we're talking about, we're going to finish tonight, is love. Everyone, every, every one of us must understand that the day you got saved, the day you trusted Christ as your Savior, that God came to live on the inside. And a lot of times people truly believe that this God is a lesser God. Um, and it was very interesting because somebody that was watching online, uh, they said, um, well, you, you know, that's, that's that third tier God. And, and that's not true because God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, they each play in the Godhead. And by the way, don't ask me to try to explain the Trinity other than to tell you it's the Trinity, Okay, so in the beginning, God, Genesis 1-1, that word God in the Hebrew is Elohim, El, plural, Him, God, and then it says, let us make man in our own image. So the Trinity has always been in existence. If, if many times I use the illustration to align three people up and God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and I'll have them march across, and then at Bethlehem, God the Son comes down to dwell among us for 33 and a half years, and then the Godhead is still marching, and then in Acts chapter 1 where he ascends, then God the Son comes up, and at the same time, God the Spirit switches with God the Son to indwell the believer. And so then you'll find out that now living on the inside, so the day that you trusted Christ as your Savior, it was that day that you became born again. And now living on the inside of you is God in the person of the Holy Spirit. And uh, he is just as much God. So understand this. In God is, is God is light. First uh, John tells us this, I believe. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. A lot of the struggles that you and I have to live the Christian life comes because of the flesh. God is not failing us. The flesh is fighting us. But it, you, you and I have this clarity that lives on the inside. Most believers only live a surface life with reading the Bible, then shutting it, and then never looking back, and then just picking up the next day. 
where God wants us to live a spirit-filled life. So when the day you got saved, the Spirit of God came to live on the inside. Now, the Bible says in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is. Now, there's a reason why each of these are laid there. So understand the very first thing the Spirit is in your life is love. When, when someone cannot find the capacity to love, then it is not you, you doubt their salvation, but everybody's life must be put with this. If, if you really can't love, if right now you're like, I just can't love, either the fruit of the Spirit is so buried under the lust of the flesh, or you're just dead. There is no ability to love. So that's why the Bible is very, very important. But as you walk through here, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. So the promise that God gives us is that when I give you my Spirit, when I put my Spirit in you, we're going to review just a little bit here. Go to John chapter 16. And if you remember last week, we talked about the fact that when the Spirit of God is in you, and the Spirit of God, and, and, and it, it is striving to do two things here in John chapter 16. And look at it. In John chapter 16 and verse number 13. In John chapter 16 and verse number 13. Uh, so he, this is a whole chapter. He's telling his disciples, I'm going away. In fact, if you remember back in John 14 verse 1, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's. So he's getting them ready. I'm going to leave you. But when I leave you, I will then send you uh, the, the Holy Spirit. So they went from seeing Jesus in the flesh to living with God by faith with the Spirit of God on the inside. But look at verse 13. How be it when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will what? Guide you. So, so he is going to guide you into all truth. He shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will, what, show you things to come. Look at verse 14. He shall, what, please, glorify me. So understand, the Spirit of God on the inside, you know that the Spirit of God is, is, is at the forefront of your life when he's guiding you and then glorifying him. We talked about it last week, and we just touched on it just a little bit. Today, when did the Spirit of God tell you to stop and glorify Jesus? That, that song that the trio sang, um, I'm, I'm sitting here watching the words on the screen, and, and I'm like, wow, those are beautiful words. And I had to sit up here and in my heart go, thank you, Jesus, for dying for me on the cross. Thank you. But this flesh on this Wednesday, this flesh is so wrapped up with, I got to go here, I got to get this done, I got to get this done, I got to get this done. But what the Spirit's trying to do on the inside of us, he's trying to take that inner man and he's trying to guide us to stop to glorify him. So the Spirit of God that's on the inside of you is working. The only thing that hinders this is the flesh. Now go back to Galatians 5, because now we understand that on the inside of you is not failing. You see, a lot of believers think, man, what is wrong with my relationship with the Lord? Nothing is wrong with his relationship with you. His relationship with you is he's on the inside and he's working hard. He's working hard. Um, how many of you men that when you go on vacation 
Going on vacation is not about the trip, it's about the destination. How many know what I'm trying to say? Like, let's travel at night. If, if we got to be there, let's get there. Jason, you and I are the only one they're going to admit it. Brother Carson, thank you very much. You know what Miss Kelly's idea is? Man, we could go up through that mountain. We could double back down through that way. We could go over there. We could, go. like one day she looks at me several pre-COVID and she said, hey, we're going to take off a day. We're going to go to Waco because I want to go see the silos and all the crazy people that like the demo things and you need a t-shirt that says demo day. And I said, I am not Paul Souza. I don't need a kind of shirt like that. And uh, so, so now my idea of getting to Waco you just get on I-20, you go to Dallas, you hang a left, and you just head on down. You know what her idea is? We could take 31, and we could just take all those back little roads and stop at all those little towns and go to all that Dollar General and stop by every Walmart and hit every flea market, and you could hook the trailer up to your truck, and we could decline all these things, and I could hold a garage sale, and we could hold it all. You know what it is to me? Uh-uh. If they've got good coffee down there at old Mick and Mac, what, what's their name down there? You're not going to get into this one, are you? If they got good coffee, just get on 20, go there and take a left. She goes, but that is not. Listen, when you and I understand that the flesh is fighting against the spirit guiding so that along this way, you in the midst of trying to live and provide for your family, every believer should understand that the spirit is working to guide and glorify, guide and glorify, guide and glorify. Was there ever a time today that you just were like, I, Lord, I'm just going to call time out. I, I just want you to know you're a good God. Jesus, thank you. Now, it's easy for us to stand here with our, sit here with our halos and go, oh, yeah, pastor, today in my silence of my life. I, but every one of us have got to understand we're all busy. But the Spirit wants to, so the Spirit's working. The only thing that's fighting is the flesh. So now let's go to Galatians chapter 5, and then we're going to get into the new territory. So in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, would you look at it? The very first phrase, and this is what we looked at last week, this I say then. Why did he put that there? Why did he put this I say then, walk in the flesh, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the what? Flesh. What is the lust of the flesh? What is it that the flesh wants to do, but when you're letting the spirit do, you can't do? Because in Galatians chapter 5, if, if, if you'll notice there in Galatians chapter 5 and verse number 17, look at, for the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things ye what? Would. Now that's a double-edged sword. You can't do the things ye would in the flesh if the spirit's going, and you can't do the things in the spirit if the flesh is in control. But what does the flesh want to do? Well, then look, if you will, at verse 15. In verse number 15, and this is why you and I must yield to the Spirit of God. But if ye what, please, bite and devour one another, take heed that ye be not what, please, consumed of one another. We must remember that the reason the phrase, this I say then, he's putting that there saying, if you're not walking in the Spirit, the fulfillment of the flesh first 
And, and if you'll look in, in Galatians, are you there? Look at it. It says, but if you are led of the Spirit, you're not in law. Now, the works of the flesh are what? Manifest, which are these. Look at this. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulation, <clears throat> wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. Please know this about your flesh. But before the flesh can ever do these works, it's got to take out every restraint around you that would keep you from doing this. And that's why he said in verse 16, this I say then, why? Because the flesh wants to bite, devour, and consume one another. Do you know marriages are very, very important? And when the Bible says it's not good for a man to be alone, God knew exactly what he was saying. God knew that no man can spend weeks on end away from his family. We weren't designed that way. Because, and there are some jobs that this, this has to happen this way, I get that. But the flesh wants this. The flesh wants to destroy every relationship around you, and it wants to start biting people. It wants to start devouring to where they are consumed, to where there is nobody in your life that will stop you. That's why a husband and a wife cannot bicker and they cannot fight. Because once you start fighting and once you start devouring, how many times have we heard stories, and, and there's no young people in the auditorium, but how many times have we heard stories to where the wife and the husband get mad and they go out, and then all of a sudden the works of the flesh pick up? Why? Because the flesh wants to first destroy one another around you so that the works of the flesh can be manifest. You say, what does this have to do with the fruit of the Spirit? Because when you are saying, I want the Spirit to reign in my life, then there are some indicators on the dash of your life if this is happening. And one of those lights that light up, if you will, is love. Because when the Spirit is guiding and glorifying, then the fruit of the Spirit is love. But if you're biting and devouring, and it's, and it's, and it's always a, a, a snapping back at somebody, and it's, and it's always curt, and, and, and you're always getting alone, and you're, and you're biting and gnawing on somebody else's name and reputation, and you do that, and you do that, and you get that. Listen, all those people may deserve it at times. You know what the devil's trying to do? He's trying to cut relationships. Because he knows if he can cut every relationship in your life, there is nobody nobody to say, you know, you shouldn't be running around with her. You shouldn't be doing that. Because the works of the flesh are manifested, but long before the works of the flesh are ever manifested, it bites and devours all the restraints around you. That's why defunding police is a very dangerous cause to get behind. And we live in a society that people have a lack of respect. And I would hope that if anybody around you has a lack of respect for law enforcement, that somebody better step in and say, that's enough now. That's enough. In fact, I'm a firm believer when you see a policeman, you better thank them. When you see an officer of the law, you better offer to buy something for them. 
They won't take it because it's a bribe, but I'll tell you, you ought to offer to, and especially when they pull you over, you say, remember I bought your, your coffee at McDonald's two weeks ago? And uh, so, but you're biting and devouring. So bite to wound the soul, to cut, to lacerate, devour, to strip one, uh, uh, a, uh, a, to, to strip one of the strength of their body and mind, consume, to use up, to destroy. So now we have to come back and we have to say this, this love then that I have, you can't claim the name of Christ and then say, well, you know, I just can't help it. I can't get relationships to go right. Yes, you can. Because that fruit that's on the inside of you, when you got God, you got all of his love that's available to you. You know, that's an amazing thing. That's, half, that's like having instant access to unlimited amounts of money and never having to worry. I don't, have to, I don't have to balance anything because it doesn't matter how much I spend because when I take... And by the way, when you're loving, listen, you're attracting people around you. You're not cutting people. Listen, if somebody ever says, well, you know, I'm just, I don't have any friends, I'm so lonely, or whatever the case may be, that probably is true. But when the fruit of the Spirit is love, there is such an attraction. Question, was Jesus famous when he walked this earth? When you get a chance, look up the word fame in the New Testament. Jesus' fame went abroad. They ran. They ran. Want to know why? Because he loved. That love sitting on the inside of us. So now, if you would, on, on, your, on your sheet of paper there, I said the Holy Spirit brings with him love as a fruit in the life of a believer. And then uh, letter A, please notice the sequence of where this particular part of the fruit uh, of the Spirit falls in order with the rest of what is found. Uh, number Letter B, love is found first. So now we're going to stress the importance of when one exhibits love, they are promoting the Spirit of God. When you can overcome the biting and devouring and you just all of a sudden step up and say, I'm, I'm just going to love. What you have just done is you've just taken the Spirit of God and you have thrown it right in the middle of something that is chaotic. You see, we think it's speaking our mind. No, 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 no. You rear back and you take all of this God, not your love, not my God's love, and you just dump it. You dump every bit of it. Go to Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 1. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 1. Look what it says here. Now remember the fruit of the Spirit that lives on the inside. This is love. And once you turn the Spirit of God loose, then look what's going to happen. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the earth. And the, what please? Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water, and God said, let there be what please? What was the very first thing that God created in this chaotic world? Light. How many times have you said, and I'll go back to, to, to Galatians, if you will. How many times have you said, how come they can't see it? How many, how many know what I'm talking about? 
How, how many's ever looked at somebody's life and you've just looked at the relationship and, you, and you've said, why can't they see this? This is about as obvious as it gets. You know why they can't see it? Because God's not at work in their life. But what is this thing that you and I have on the inside that is to be this fruit? You know what it is? The fruit of the Spirit is love. And if this is not the first step in, then we're not spiritual. Well, well, I'm going to make the smart crack. I'm going to bite. I'm going to devour a little bit. Then don't be shocked if you've consumed every friend around you. You've consumed everybody and nobody. You'll have nobody. But you know how you attract? Is whatever is dark in somebody's life, guess who the only person that can fix, fix that? The Spirit of God. And what needs to happen in Christianity, and I'm convinced, is not a lessening of the truth. It's taking doctrine like this and saying if you're a believer, you've got a God on the inside that he wants to bear fruit in your life. What are you known for? Fruit. What are you known for? Are you known for biting, devouring, consuming, and this is all you can do when you talk to people? Because people are smart enough to know this. If you'll talk about somebody else to them, help me finish it, then you're, if someone will talk about others to you, then guess what they're talking to others about? You. You. And we are like monkeys swinging from tree to tree to tree to tree, and no wonder we have no more trees to swing in because everything's closing its gap. And we are not attractive because God's not alive in our life. So this fruit of love, and I know it sounds so, so, so now if you would go to 1 Peter 1.22, and it's right there in your notes. The Holy Spirit demonstrates his love through us to the life of others. We talked about this. So purified, seeing ye have purified your souls, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 22, seeing ye have purified your souls and obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. You know, let, let's just get this one to where we understand that once the, the Holy Spirit is alive, then look at what 1 Peter 1.22 says, is that now your souls are starting to be purified. They're starting to be made ceremonially clean. They're starting, but you do this through the Spirit. And then what is the end of this unfeigned love? Look, 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 look. A lot of people may, may have you ever heard somebody tell something and you were like, I, I, are they for real? You know what I mean? Have you ever met a happy person you thought to yourself, is that person for real? Like, are they happy like that all the time? Have you ever tried to catch them at an unhappy moment? You're like, man, I can't ever catch that person. At a, they're always happy. How, do, how does that happen? Because once the Spirit of God is here, it's purifying you to a pure, reactionary, sincere love. And there's only one person that knows that Bob Gray is sincere and has unfeigned love. That's Bob Gray. And I know if the Spirit is perfecting that fruit in me or if it's not. And so if you would, now let's, let's go to number three there on your, on your page. The Holy Spirit perfects his love in us. Letter A, and we're in 1 John 4, 12, and we're going to move on. Notice where God dwells. God dwells in us through the person of the Holy Spirit. The more we yield 
to the, the Holy Spirit, the more this fruit of love is perfected. So it's kind of a two-edged sword, and, uh, and, and we're going to go to point number four. But let me tell you this, it, it, it's, it's that indicator that when my first response is to bite and devour and consume somebody, then I know that I've not yielded to the Spirit. Because if I was yielded to the Spirit, my first response would be, we need to pray for them. Let's pray right now. The next time somebody starts gossiping into you about somebody else, you just stop and say, oh, we need to pray. And then pick up your phone and call four of the brothers. And so he just brought up somebody. We got to pray right now. And then ask them to lead in prayer. Okay. And uh, always gets interesting. Now, if you would look at, look at number five. And here's where I want to get to as we close. The Holy Spirit's fruit of love is a continuation of God's love through Jesus Christ. So when the Holy Spirit seals himself on the inside of us, then what happens is we are continuing. In fact, if you can fill in the words from Ephesians 4, 30, and 32, and they're right there, but when the Holy Spirit seals himself on the inside, he seals himself in with love. Okay, so, so let's, let's bring it down to where you and I live for the next eight minutes. Yeah, if they ever told, have you ever been on a plane and they said, now in case of emergency, you know, you had a deep plane, you know what they tell you? Leave all your stuff. Don't, don't grab anything. Now, they need to know something about Bob Gray. I am not leaving my briefcase behind. I'm grabbing my briefcase and I'm grabbing my Bible and I'm grabbing my laptop and I, there's, there's too much stuff in there. It's all coming with me if the plane goes down. Do you know that the moment that God sealed himself on the inside of you, He's not becoming love. He's all love. He is sealed on the inside with this great big heart, if that's what we want to do. He's got all the love. It's already sealed on the inside. The question is, is it getting out to the world around you? Is this love that's sealed on the inside? You're a believer. Is it getting out? And once this love can get out, then what you're going to find out is, is that this love starts touching people around you and this is interesting the love is not partial it just doesn't touch some people have you ever ever looked at somebody and they laugh with these people and then when you try to get them to laugh it's like (laughs) brother good to see you and you're thinking to yourself man what's going on with that brother i'm praying for you Y'all, newsflash, that's not the Spirit. Because once the Spirit, that love starts coming out, then it continues. Because whose love is it? Is it our love or is it his love? It's his love. Now go to, go to if you would, uh, to, um, well, right here, number five. So John 3, 16 and 17, and then John 15, 26. So, so we understand that when the Spirit shall testify, uh, there in John 15, this starts testifying. But I want to show you two verses in closing, and they're not on your, on, on your, um, on, on your notes right there. Go to Romans 14, 15, if you will. In Romans chapter 14, 15, and uh, this word love <clears throat> is translated into another English word in the Bible, 
Romans chapter 14 and look at verse number 15. Romans 14 is a great, is a great chapter. Uh, and um, a lot of incredible life-altering chapters in my world. This is one of them. I love Romans 14, 5. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. I'm talking about esteeming one day. But look at when you are, I believe this is the way somebody should live. Look at what it says there in Romans 14, 15. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest not thou charitably? That word charitably right there is love. Destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died. So what it means is, is that I esteem some things that should be, some things should not be. I, that, that, you ask me a question, it's all written in my head. On the Word of God. Ask me a question, I'll take you to the book. Here's the way this should work, here's the way this shouldn't work. Now, I don't always operate biblically because I'm trapped in the flesh. And you say, is that a cop-out? Yes, I use it all the time. And so, um, but I will tell you that the word charitably here, so when this love sealed on the inside, as we end, you know the fruit of love of God is starting to grow when you are sensitive to everybody around you, even to the point of doing things that you really don't have to do. Do you know how many believers live this way? <laughs> well, you know, it's just what I'm, you know, I forget. I don't care what they think, really. Well, if it's the love of God, then let's go back to how Jesus did this. I want to show you something very interesting. Go to Matthew 17. Matthew, here's how our Lord lived his life on this earth. Matthew 17. Don't you love the Bible? Good night. What a book. Matthew chapter 17. Here is how the Lord lived his life. In Matthew chapter 17... Remember, the Spirit of God will testify of who? Jesus Christ. And this love sealed on the inside. Look at, look at Matthew chapter 17, look at verse 24. And when they were come to Capernaum, they that received tribute money came to Peter and said, Doth not your master pay tribute? And he saith, Yes. And when he was coming to the house, Jesus prevented him, saying, What thinkest thou, Simon? Look at what he says here. Of whom do kings of the earth take custom? or tribute, of their own children or of strangers. Peter saith in him, of strangers. Jesus saith unto them, then are the children what? Free. Notwithstanding, look at what our Savior did because he was full of God's love. His Father, he was, he was love personified. Look what he said. Notwithstanding, lest we should offend them. Go thou to the sea, cast in a hook, take up the fish for the first, cometh up, and when thou hast opened his mouth, thou shalt find the piece of money that take, given to them for me and thee. Now, wait a minute. Jesus had every right to say, I'm king. I don't pay tribute. I take tribute. But you know what he said? This is not love. Love is. They've asked tribute. So for us not to offend, Peter... Once you go out there to get a fish, in that fish's mouth, you'll find coins, and I want you to go pay the tribute. He just didn't say for you. He said for me and you. I want to stress this tonight before the children come walking in. 
Living on the inside of you is total love. Living on the inside of me is total love. And in this total love, if I could just understand that the flesh doesn't want this love to come out, so the flesh is always looking bite, devour, consume. And we love that kind of stuff. And I think what's added to it is that we are peeping Tom socially and Facebook and Instagram and all this other stuff has done nothing but made us peeping Tom into other people's world and then we let go and then we sneak back and we judge everybody based on what we saw. And y'all straighten up your halo because I'm just as bad as everybody here. And I'll tell you what, the reason we can't love is because we're biting and devouring. So if you want to know, is, is the flesh winning or is the spirit winning? I don't know. What's that fruit? And if the fruit is love, I'm, I'm just going to love. How do we love? We love by letting the spirit guide us. And it, it ought to bother you when the first words out of your mouth is biting and these snarky comments and rude comments. And for whatever reason, we think that when we get into our home and in our car with our spouse or a good friend, that this is acceptable because they understand me. Let me tell you something. This is how you bite and devour people around you. Do you, do you know that the, the times that I cherish is the times that you can just laugh and joke Today the grandkids came over and and I was able to to get take them out in the woods and do you know what little kids do? Little kids don't ever bite and devour anything. You know what they're just happy about? I wanna go see the lake. I wanna go see the horse. I think we're gonna get stuck in that mud puddle. I'm gonna hit with a snake. I'm gonna hit a snake. I just wanna go find not one time when I was with those grandkids did I hear, did you know what that person did over there? No, 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 no. It was just this love. Y'all, please know this. Who's the greatest in the kingdom? Who did Christ say was the greatest in the kingdom? Little children. Because they have that unique ability not to bite, not to devour, not to consume. I'm not standing here teaching you this because I'm the poster child for never have done it. I'm just telling you, I wonder how many relationships I have destroyed because I haven't had the fruit of the Spirit. The next fruit of the Spirit we're going to talk about next week is joy. Look what it says there in Galatians 5, and we'll end with this as the children come in. In Galatians chapter 5, it says this in, in verse number 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. Watch this, and then joy. I'll end you with this. When you meet a Christian who is not joyous, when you meet somebody who's not joyous, in other words, let, let me back up. Have, have you ever, have you ever picked up, have you ever picked up at times that somebody was not, they weren't happy about seeing you coming? How, how many, how many know what I'm talking about? You know, you're walking that way and you're like, hey man, how's it going? It's like, they're not happy. Here's why. Cause you can't have joy until you have love. Because this love puts you on a level of enjoyment. Like, and then all of a sudden you just enjoy life. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast of the sermons from Emmanuel Baptist Church of Longview. We trust that the sermons and God's word was a blessing to you and yours. Please visit us at ebclongview.com. If we can do anything for you, please let us know. Have a great day.